Analytics 2.10. The master said, watch a person's actions, discern his motivations, examine wherein he dwells contently. Wouldn't you know what kind of person he is? Wouldn't you know what kind of person he is? So this analect regards how to evaluate another person. It is difficult to know what another person is like. They always use their words, but they can always lie with their words. So people say, oh, I am this kind of person. I always help my friends. I'm loyal. I am hardworking. But you find out later on, no, they're none of these things that they claim to be. And so what's clearly missing here is pay attention to his words because words are cheap. Words are not necessarily truthful. And it's only the Junza who ensures that what he says is true or at least is very careful in trying to be true. Most people, most of us simply talk before ensuring that the contents of our words are both truthful and accurate. A lot of times when I'm explaining the analects or the shunzu or so forth, I don't rush in to speak because I'm always trying to make sure that what I'm saying is accurate and precise as well as true. I'm trying to not say things that are either untrue or sloppily stated because I want my words to have value. I want credibility and through that credibility I can achieve greater objectives such as to teach my students to be better persons. Once I start being sloppy in my words then people believe they can simply start to ignore me. Now, a lot of people believe that this indicates weakness or a lack of knowledge. And that's a very superficial way to understand words. They would rather listen to people who are very eloquent, very charismatic. They have a rhythm about their language and they can speak charmingly. And another word for this is rhetoric. And another way to look at this is glib speech. And that is what Confucius warns against. He says in 1.3, people who speak with a glib tongue are rarely persons of Ren. So never get carried away with what people say or what they promise. Instead, what do you do? You watch his actions. Another way to look at this is to examine the means that a man employs. I like that phrasing because when you examine the means that a person employs, that connects to the second thing, which is to discern his motivation or observe, understand the basis from which he acts. In other words, people are not random in their actions. They have some sort of purpose, some sort of aim or goal in mind. So if you catch somebody 
and he gets into a big argument with his parents, this does not necessarily mean he is a bad son. Because you have to look at both these two parts. You have to look at the means that a man employs as well as what his motivations are. If a person's father is not doing the correct thing, then this might mean that there needs to be an argument if the son wants the father to do the right thing because he's doing this out of filiality. So there, if you can discern his motivations, if you can observe the basis from which he acts, it's out of filiality. And then look at the means that he employs. Perhaps sometimes this means you need to get into a very fierce debate with your own father. So it's not enough to simply watch somebody's behavior. It is not simply enough to hear what his supposed intentions are. You need to do both these things. Now, overall, in terms of character, there's this third part, examine where they dwell contently. Figure out where he feels at home, at ease. Some people, what they would rather do is simply be at home with their family, or some other people, they might want to just curl up with a good book. And then other people, they feel happiest when they are accumulating some something, something external, maybe money or social status. Some people feel at ease when they're drinking or when they are doing some sort of intoxication. And that tells you what kind of person they are as well. People who feel at ease or feel at home or dwell contently by listening to violent music are a certain kind of person. And those people are not the kinds of people you want to be around. So examine where they dwell content. If this person dwells contently by teaching about morality and justice and goodness, you know what kind of person they are. So watch a person's actions, discern his motivations, examine where he dwells contently. You can also use this, if you must, to figure out what kind of leader this particular political candidate will become. You need to ignore the words they say and instead pay more attention to their actions, to what kind of motivations do they have, if you can figure that out, and understand where they dwell contently. A lot of people who are politicians do not dwell contently in studying wisdom. And that tells you mostly what you need to know about them. So we have Confucius asking, wouldn't you know what kind of person this is? Another way to understand this is, where can he hide? Where can he hide? In other words, where can he hide his personality, his true character? Where can he hide that? 
if you examine these three things, their actions or the means that he employs, his motivations, aka the basis from which he decides to act, and lastly, where he dwells contently, in other words, where does he feel at home? Where does he feel at ease?